You are listening to Moisture Festival Podcast. Welcome to the Moisture Festival podcast. I am Matt Baker. I perform a comedy and stunt show. And I'm Louis Fox. I do uh, magic tricks, comedy, and hand shadow puppets. <laughs> and we both have performed at the Moisture Festival for a number of years. So welcome to the podcast where we give you a peek behind the curtains of the performers and the people that make the Moisture Festival happen. You get a little, little bit of a look at their journey to getting on stage and a little bit about what they do in their time off stage. So welcome and be sure to check out all the episodes of the Moisture Festival podcast because there's a lot. There is a lot. And if you aren't familiar with the Moisture Festival, it's a four-week festival celebrating variety arts. So that's hula hoopers, magicians, people who bounce on their hands, acrobats, pretty much anything you can think of. It is the largest festival of its kind in the entire world, folks. In the entire world, it's the largest festival, and it features some of the best entertainers and comedians working today. The festival happens in the months of March and April, and not only do they have world-class variety acts, but they have a burlesque venue that runs for one week only, and get your tickets for that early because that always sells out actually 95 percent we've crunched the data louie yes 95 percent of the shows sell out so if you're listening to this in the months of march and april be sure to go to moisturefestival.org and get your tickets today yes especially if your bucket list item is to see the opening show Get them now. Absolutely. This week, we have Moisture Festival board member Dan Shi. It's a great glimpse into the decision-making process, into everything that happens at the Moisture Festival, what it's like to be on a board of directors with a bunch of clowns <laughs> and silly people. <laughs> Literal clowns. <laughs> and he also schools us on the difference between a home on the water and a houseboat. Exactly. <laughs> You're going to dig this. Let's get to it. Excited to have a board member, volunteer, and general overall good fella, <laughs> Dan She in the Moisture Podcast Studio. Welcome in. Thank, thank you for you. coming on short notice, too. Oh, thanks for having we me. We appreciate guys. it. Yeah. So, how did you get involved with the Moisture Festival? Holy cow. Um, <laughs> well, I first started as just a uh, attendee of the show. Uh, mm. I saw an awesome ad, it had uh, Godfrey Daniels and other things in it. And uh, Godfrey being this enormous puppet character that is kind of iconic and came to a show, brought my uh, kid who was probably only three years old. And we were just so dazzled. I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. And I think from that point on, we attended shows regularly and I just got to know as best I could everybody involved. 
And as time passed, it went from supporter to someone that was uh, volunteering to someone that they actually wanted on the board when they learned that I had substantial board experience mm-hmm. with other organizations and uh, helping them kind of uh, make a quantum leap in terms of whatever issues, whether it was fundraising or governance. And so when the Moisture Festival leadership realized they, they kind of needed someone to help make this a more sustainable organization that would uh, last beyond just its core volunteers being willing to like put in all their time to do it, mm-hmm. they uh, brought me aboard. And it's been, that was been a few years ago, um, and it's been a, a wild ride ever since. <laughs> now, you've mentioned you've been on other boards. How does the Moisture Festival board rate within these other ones? <laughs> well, I, w- I would call it apples and oranges um, because all my, almost all my other boards are really like issues advocacy oriented. Yeah. We're pushing on civil rights issues, mm. um, uh, helping those who are most disadvantaged or, or, or oppressed. And, um, and this is one. Like, I'm at this one. There's a seven foot tall clown. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the so, magicians are underrepresented <laughs> in this year's festival. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I suppose I could try to give a fiery, uh, you know, anti anti oppression speech for uh, the performers. Um, no, uh, like, when I refer to these clowns, I literally mean these clowns, yeah. <laughs> these oppressed clowns. <laughs> no, uh, so uh, it, it is very different. It, it, it is. Uh, I mean, all the organizations I work with, I find rewarding and fun. But this one is truly about creating fun for the community yes. and uh, and just celebrating, you know, the raw human talent and well actually not so raw because I know you guys work really hard to get it the, yeah. <laughs> to where you go. But, you know, just the amazing human talent and the uh celebrating just having fun as a community together, laughing. Yeah, absolutely. Together. Is it within your personality like when you see something you like, you're like I want to be a part of it? Is yeah. that how, is that like what you were like, cause I'm more curious on the moment where you said, I want to get involved in the moisture festival, like when that thought happened and then how you went about doing that. Yeah. I, I have a difficulty just dabbling, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and, uh, if I really enjoy something, I want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, this was an example of something yeah. that was, you know, it was so cool as a as what you know what the festival provides is so cool i have a little bit of a performance background in myself but i'm nowhere you know i do not have the talents that we exhibit at at, at the festival so what's your background so. performance i know you do some magic tricks <laughs> no, you do a couple no. magic tricks no, no, no. Magic trick. you know, I, i've been on stage a few times uh, musical theater okay. and you know uh, some uh, some drag performance things like okay. that yeah but not the uh, you know not the refined talents of like a magician or something <laughs> like that or a juggler <laughs> <laughs> Drag's not refined. <laughs> uh, I, 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 sh- yeah, I should yeah. qualify that as you know, it can be taken <laughs> to an elevated heart, but I was certainly never there. <laughs> when I was before I was old enough to work in like comedy clubs and bars, there was the the drag circuit in the what late nineties in Seattle. I used to work a ton on oh, nice. because it was the only place I could perform an adult show or not. You're not a show, not an adult like adult show, Raunchy. but. <laughs> no, but I could you I could talk like an adult and kind of break in what I do was on the the on drag stage. On the drag stage, yeah. yeah. So that was very formative for me. Were it's, those? It's what we had that that was vaudeville esque at all, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, going from like an audience member to a volunteer, so you then you get a peek behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Was backstage what you expected? You know, uh, it, it wasn't in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. One of them is, of course, the whole feel of the Moisture Festival is 
kind of a, this faux luxury, right? There's this sort of like very rich red curtains and other things, but it's also kind of shabby. Yeah. Shabby luxury, it's, it's right? In a beer, um, <laughs> it's and, in a and, beer and, and then, pieced together. And then backstage, <laughs> a lot of that magic is sort of absent, right? It's it's a pretty grungy backstage. Uh, and I bet, also, I've been in a lot worse. <laughs> and um and, and what's amazing too is to see the performers who you know really have a refined persona on stage. You see them backstage and they're completely different. People. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um and then the other thing that struck me uh, is seeing performers get ready for their acts. And, you know, they are so polished when they're out there and, you know, they make it look so effortless. And you see them preparing backstage, warming up, and you can see how hard it is for them. You see, like, some of the bouncing acts, you know, warming up and they're falling down. And, you know, you see the jugglers trying to do things and they are dropping balls. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, and you realize, wow, you, you know, we are... To, to perform on stage really requires, you know, uh, you know, 200 percent from them and that there is a lot of failure that goes into it. And that, you know, but they try to do all that backstage. Yeah. And then when they get out there, they're stunning. Right. When usually as a performer like, you know, Louie and I perform, we're mostly by ourselves. And so when you're backstage, there's a lot of stimulus. There's a yeah. lot of people are moving around. You're right. People are stretching. People are warming up their acts. And so I would imagine backstage warming up, it's a completely different environment than what you would normally warm up. Yeah. yeah. It's not stressed. People aren't freaking out back yeah. there because it's, you know, it's, it's a pretty cash vibe of it all. Yes. You know, it's not like some um, high end production where the cues are like really critical. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah, people are warming up. And, you know, you know, I volunteer with my oldest daughter sometimes. She's, she's she loves being a stagehand. Oh, there. I bet. And How cool um, is that? but you know, and she's she's the only kid really who's doing it. As a result, she gets a lot of special exposure to the folks backstage who will do like you know magic tricks and other things. Oh, for that's her. so she cool. Was, so she has loved. She, she loved was cracking me up last year. She was like razzing me because I didn't have like a sustainable lunch bag. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> she's she's like her. my father is on the board of directors for the sustainable the lunch bag. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she was giving me the heart. She's like, you still use a plastic sandwich bag? Like, I didn't know there was anything else. You're like, we grew up at different times. I'm like, I use it twice, though. Now, when you describe to your friends or community members, people that you engage with that might have not heard of the Moisture Festival before, how do you describe what it is to people? Well, uh, I actually learned a while ago not to lead with the name. Yeah. <laughs> so, because, you know, I used to start off with like, oh, my God, let me tell you about this thing. It's called the Moisture Festival. And then conversation gets hijacked. They're like, moisture? Oh, what do you yeah. mean? What's Moisture That's Festival? What is yeah. that about? All yeah. that, you know. And then you have to explain the name and all that. Yeah. So what I do is I just talk about this amazing show. And, you know, there's two ways to get at it. One, you can actually just be plain old descriptive. You know, you have a variety show with acts that range from like acrobatics to magicians, uh, comedians, you know, and then give the range, aerial acrobats, things like that. Or you can talk about it as just this magical experience where you where you do see you see people who are incredibly talented perform uh, in a environment that is really about celebrating the variety arts. And you know, you, you, you tune your pitch to whoever, whoever's listening. But, there's, you know, there's certain people like it's the moisture. Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's certain people who do, do love that word, and you can just go right there. You lost oh. me at moisture. Like, uh, I think I've been performing in the festival six or seven years, and my sister-in-law. There was one year there was a picture, and it was Amy G um, on her roller skates doing like the splits, and in the middle it says "got moist." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and. 
And, you know, she had tore this out and, like, framed it, and she thought it was the funniest thing, and it's in her bathroom. So then when she heard I was in it, she's like, have you seen the thing in my bathroom? <laughs> it's risky, right? Because, yeah. you know, some people interpret the, the whole theme as very, uh, like, erotic-oriented, you know, um, and or kid-inappropriate, things like that. Mm-hmm. And so you can get sidetracked by the name sometimes. I think the show in particular is great because it is – Family friendly with a little bit of an edge, you know. It's, it's the sort of edge Seattle needs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't want anything like you know totally unironic. Yeah, <laughs> like you can bring your kids to a seven thirty show, and you're not going to hear swear words or see nudity or really see anything appropriate. But it is still like something great for adults and great for well, kids. Well, and I think it's good for kids to be exposed to that, like something that's not like a school assembly they would see or at the children, something that's going to, it's going to push a kid's boundary a little bit, but, but by no means push what's appropriate for a kid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, do you bring all, do you have multiple kids? We have, uh, yeah, we have uh, one, almost 12 and two twins who are uh, nine. Okay. And do you have all of them attended Moisture Festival They've shows? They've been going for, oh gosh, like seven years now. Do they have yeah. particular favorites? Obviously, probably Godfrey Daniels. Godfrey Daniels <laughs> is one of their favorites. Um, no, I mean, I think they, well, they, at this point, you know, of the uh, of the performers that routinely come, mm-hmm. they've seen all of them. Yeah. 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 Of course, there's always new ones every year. I mean, where else can a kid see European clown, a, a acrobatic guy that, duo? guy that's uh, memorized every zip code in the world. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, you know, aerial acts, <laughs> Jugglers all in one show into sort of like... When Shadow I, puppets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're always, uh, you know, who isn't? Uh, they're pretty dazzled by the contortionists. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 Have they tried any of the contortions? Yeah. Well, you know, we have uh, two of my kids are kind of uh, more flexible than average. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they the so twins or one twin the, and another The twins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be weird um, if it was the 13-year-old. They're, yeah. they're nine, the twins are. They so are, they're yeah. starting contortion late. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't already done three European they're, tours. They're, they're near retirement age yeah. in the contortion world. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, 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 the tough thing about moisture festivals, you go and you see the, these acts that just look so cool and you want to do them. And, you know, there's really, you know, you, you really can't even start, right? I mean, you know, it, it looks easy. Sometimes. Yeah. Some of these things yeah. look easy. It takes thousands of hours, right, to get this yeah. right. So they, they um, you know, they've, they've tried a few things. They, you know, they tried things like the Chinese yo-yo and other oh, things yeah, like totally. that, you know, and you're like, oh, this is a lot harder than it all looks, right? I can't yeah. even do a simple trick yet, yeah. right? Let's see, our oldest can unicycle. Oh, that's, uh, that's well cool. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So they're, they're all learning and they've done their uh you know their classes at sanka so they have some basic that's competence cool. in a few skills well yeah. that's the the key is getting the base skill down when you're young that's something i always told my daughter was like anything you want to learn before you're 18 do it like if you're like oh maybe in the future i want to learn to drive a unicycle get the base skill when you're young that's true yeah well it's cool so and what a u- unique avenue into unusual things you know learning gymnastics or learning Chinese yo-yo, unicycling. Where else do you get that, really? You know, Seattle, Portland, maybe. Yeah. There's not a ton of places that offer those sort of programs for kids. Europe. Yeah, I know, Russia. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What is, like, a board meeting at the Moisture Festival look like <laughs> yeah for such a, for an organization that's all about creating fun um the the you know it, it, it is a fun group uh-huh. it, it is definitely uh, a nice mix of uh, of people some of whom are quite zany and there's you know a couple of performers you know, types on the board much of the meeting is focused on things like oh gee how are we doing on our budget how are mm-hmm. we doing on fundraising yeah um, you know the the business of making the moisture festival happen 
you know, I think, uh, you know, it, it's a lot of work because we don't have like a, you know, a production company or anything running this. This is all like volunteer yeah. with just a, you know, a, a very small staff that is involved in the festival. Yeah. And it's a working board. We're all like, you know, we all take on very substantial responsibilities uh, to do things without any pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For people like us just to come in for eight minutes and to, <laughs> to perform on stage for eight minutes. Well, the, amazing, yeah, the, the constituents, the stakeholders in the festival, it's such an interesting thing to think about. I mean, it, it is very performer oriented, right? Mm. It's about creating this place where performers just love coming. And yes. to be frank, I mean, we, we, you know, the performers get paid a pittance, mm-hmm. um, you know, something. I know, like, like, uh-huh. like, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. we're <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's like a tenth or less of your normal rate that you would get for a gig. Yeah. And I think you come because you love doing it in a environment where you, you where it's all celebrating your arts. Yeah. Where other perform, you know, other performers are there and, uh, you, you know, you see a variety of things. And I think, you know, you all perform probably a lot more private gigs, whether it's your own show or whether it's, you know, company things or birthday parties or other events, as opposed to like a format where, you know, you actually get to just celebrate uh, variety arts. And I think that energy, you know, so by, by making it something that's great for, for, for the performers, it's also become, of course, something that's really great for the community and for the audience, because yeah. I think we feed on that energy. Yeah. Well, it's the performers' enthusiasm carries through to the audience and they latch onto that where if it's just like a corporate gig you can go up and have fun yeah but the the energy is different absolutely well they're not there to have fun <laughs> right, right. generally at corporate events <laughs> what <laughs> they're there to, you know they're probably drinking and then watching you once in a while yeah. yeah i mean yeah so i think you know this venue where we are just you know we've brought the community together we're all just loving the whole thing uh, laughing in each other's company and, yeah and kids and adults jaw drops you know everywhere yeah. because of you know, what they're seeing so I, I think you know i think we've created something that's just synergistic you know with yeah. the, you know the, the performers and the audiences and then the community there's so much community investment in this thing it's true um it's so driven by volunteers and then the uh you know all the all the local small businesses that you know provide their in-kind yeah. services whether it's food for the performers yeah it's or a other different things. food yeah. every night at yeah. the yeah. Festival. different restaurant yeah. and it's always awesome food years ago i opened for a big name comedian uh, when he was still doing clubs he's like just feed me good and put me up in a place with a pool. He's yeah. like, I don't know what I get paid. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, actually, you're not getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the Moisture Festival is really, we're going to give you a cool place, a cool backstage hangout. We're going to feed you good. And you do that and performers flock to it. And it's a low stress gig. You know, it's uh, you're around other people and the audiences are generally really good. They're there to have a good time, which yeah. you can't say that to be true about some audiences that you perform mm, for. Like, uh, we the corporate event last <laughs> night. <laughs> I won't ask. <laughs> but we interviewed Tim, which is uh, one of the founders of the Moisture Festival, and he really emphasized creating a f- space which is fun for people to come because they're not getting compensated what they normally get compensated. Mm-hmm. So to create an environment that is memorable and unique to this festival. And that's how they're able to get these sort of world-class talents. But then word goes out. So then performer goes back to Italy or wherever they're from, and they mention to other people, and then it, it spreads and you start getting crazier and crazier acts. Yeah. We mentioned Tim first. Did you know you and Tim both went to Stanford? 
I did not know that. We've never, uh, you know, had that conversation. <laughs> yeah, he didn't graduate. Yeah. He says he's still working on he's, it. Yeah, he's still, he's still working still on it. <laughs> and you grew up in Palo Alto? No, no, I grew up here in Seattle. Oh, okay. White Center at first, and oh, then, hey, uh, hey. Mercer Island. Did you live in this? <laughs> I don't. Uh, <laughs> some, somewhere near here, I'm sure. <laughs> Does the basement look familiar? <laughs> How has the Moisture Festival shifted from when you first started going? What's some changes that you've seen happen for better, for worse, and where would you like it to be in the future? Yeah, it's only gotten better, I think. Mm. Uh, what they wanted to do since I was before I was on the board, but you know, we've made a more priority is to get more diverse acts, more people of color on the stage, mm, making right. sure that we have a range of artists that flex the diversity of the performing arts out there. I think that's been a priority. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, the energy is is the same, yeah. and I don't think we would change a thing. You know, there's something you know, very authentic about the Moisture Festival because it is not a money-making operation, because it's not, like, you know, full of corporate sponsors it's or a anything la- It's like a that. labor of love. Yeah, yeah, it really is something built by the community yeah. uh, for the artists and for the audiences. And uh, so I think, you know, on the board, we, we take our mission seriously to make sure that this that we sustain this festival, that we keep it affordable, but also that we um, view our mission a little more broadly to make sure that we are engaging with all the audiences that we we may not be engaging with enough yet. So um, you know, we're trying to bring the festival to a broader array of, of folks. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like Moisture Festival Roadshow. Yeah. But out, you know, outreach, you mean the performers are there. You know, sometimes there's not stuff to do during the day. You could do like school programs or children's right. hospital visit. It's really sort of giving back to the community in that way. You've had Moisture Festival has done in Vashon. I believe there was a show on Vashon. It's done on Vashon. We also have our uh, on Broadway performance yeah. hall up in Capitol Hill. We do some shows there. We have the uh, the cabaret series there. And yeah. We, we sometimes do just kind of the regular shows there too. We would like to do a venue like in the Central District or something like that too. So uh, these are all things that are in the in the works for coming years. Yeah. Yeah. Branching out slowly but surely. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we just got heat last week. Come on. Yeah. What is? <laughs> <laughs> but it is tricky because it is volunteer run. So you need to find people who are, you know, who, who can run those additional venues. Right. And yeah, it's, you know, it's, that can be that. That's the that, that's the difficulty. You can't scale this thing just by, you know, hiring people because we don't have the money to hire people. We yeah. have, the, you know, we have we, the money we, to volunteer <laughs> people. Volunteer people. <laughs> <laughs> now, why should someone volunteer at the Moisture Festival? You know, people should volunteer a lot. Uh, in, in in all sorts of ways, I think you know people want should get engaged in the community. But why moisture is because uh, it is so dang fun. I mean, you know, you come to a show and you immediately realize this is something you want to be a part of. I mm-hmm. think. Because uh, it is creating joy, and there are so many ways to volunteer. Whether that is front of house, you know, where you're interacting with people, or if you're too shy for that, there are plenty of roles where you, you know, don't have to. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, there's just so many places for folks. And then, you know, we treat our volunteers well. You know, yeah. we have yeah. we have we have uh, kickoff parties and th- you know, grazie parties afterwards after the festival. They I should mean, have a volunteer a... show where yeah. like. They get their own show or their own private show. Yeah, yeah it's sort yeah. of a, a talent show for among the volunteers. Yeah, and yeah. I think we have done that in the past. No, I mean I think uh, what is so fun about volunteering is that you're just you're part of a community, right? Mm-hmm. You don't just show up, do your thing, and then get thanked and go, you know, and yeah. go. And um, you know, it, it is uh, you are kind of joining an entire community family that mm-hmm. is putting on this thing, um, and you can be proud of that. I mean, I think people 
you know, uh, like being associated with the festival. I mean, because of its whole vibe and its authenticity, um, it is the sort of thing that you know just really brings in volunteers and bless their hearts. You know, we've we've had volunteers doing it for amazing stuff. Some doing it yeah. for like yeah. you know fifteen years. Yeah, or more. yeah. Well, and they all like they all come in and they're happy when they volunteer. Yeah. No, like I, I volunteer. Well, I think it's a t- specific type of person that wants to get involved, right? It, 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 it there's a whole range. I mean, there are, there are folks who are like retired and have lots of time, and then there are folks who are working and mm-hmm. like you. <laughs> you're really yeah, busy. You have, yeah, yeah, you're on 13 have different board of directors <laughs> and a job and three kids. And... Um, yeah, no, it, it's all it's all types, you know. So yeah. there's there's a there's a there's a place for anyone who wants to pitch in. Yeah, yeah. well, it's like I used to volunteer at the food bank with my daughter. Yeah, it's like there's certain volunteers who they, they they shuffle in and they just look angry the whole time, and I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, I, know, I get they need help, but <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You're not just labor, right? When, yeah. you're, when you volunteer for the festival, you're you're a part of putting on a show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when does the Moisture Festival ball start rolling? What part of the year is it sort of like okay, now's the time that things are starting to get put into motion? It's funny you ask. It's sort of like as soon as the festival is over one year. The next year planning already begins. Yeah. You know, a lot of that is just sort of early stage planning, right? You know, so once festival ends in April, yeah, there's, you know, they're setting the date for the next one. There's getting a few people lined up. You know, during the summer, there's a little bit of a of a lull, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some things that have to get done, but it's not as crazy. And then, yeah, when fall hits, it is, it is you know, full steam. Full ahead. steam. Wow. And then by, yeah, probably by September, October, it's like you got to be booking the artists for yeah. festival already. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's a ton of work. Yeah. Even Tim was saying that sometimes you're waiting up to the last minute to get some of these visas cleared, you know, some of the international so, ones, geez. you know, um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't get all political yeah. on you, but let's just say visas are harder these days. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just think it's for me living in Seattle and being a variety arts performer. It's so cool to have this in our community, right? Yeah. It's just like you just don't see this level of talent in one place really anywhere. I mean, I've been doing this full time for 20 years. Yeah. And this is the largest collection of talent that I've ever been a part of. And it's every year here in the city of Seattle. And I sometimes I'm amazed when people have not been to a show before. I'm like, what are you waiting for? Are you crazy? It's like twelve dollars. <laughs> like, like this is bananas. Like the the coolest well, show. Since, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you go on like yeah. a Thursday yeah. or the Wednesday, I think. Yeah, is... you get some discounted tickets. Yeah. yeah. We have a huge priority on making sure that it's affordable. In order to make sure that the finances work out, we've bumped prices on some of the, the peak nights. But mm-hmm. we've always we, we've maintained a firm ethos that it has to be sub thirty dollars. At least you know many of the nights yeah. have to be sub thirty dollars. Yeah. yeah. Um, because we want people to be able to you know to come and yeah. you know and kids are half price, so I mean families you know yeah. it's affordable for them. Start a pay what you can show one yeah, show. That's an option too. Yeah. yeah. I think they used to do that one night of. Pay, I think that ago. was the marathon show that they did. Uh, it's like, pay what you can. It's like, <laughs> we're going to pay you what we can <laughs> to apologize for how long this show is. <laughs> so now, you live kind of an interesting life. You live on a house, a floating house, or is it a house? floating home. What's the difference between that and like a house? Oh, gosh. There's like these legal Uh-oh. differences. Uh-oh. Um but uh, you, you know, taxes? so a uh, yeah, a floating home. Uh, it, a houseboat needs uh, boat tags. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, so a houseboat is 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 a boat. Okay. Um, and uh, it, you know, it has means of you know getting around. You know, it has a motor, things like that. All right. Um, a floating home 
is something that's you know intended to be permanent, not moved around. So if it's a floating home, it tends to have like, well, it will have a permanent like sewer and and mm, other connections, gotcha. water, all that stuff. Um, well, all the should, utilities it's sitting on water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, whereas a, uh, a houseboat, uh, it, it may not even have a sewer connection, uh, you know. And then all the other stuff is just sort of like temporary connections. Man, I want to be in. your kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, yeah. like your kid gets to go to shows, volunteer, meet all these like world class performers, lives on a houseboat, floating, <laughs> floating home. home. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's the floating home. You know, you get, in summertime, you get to swim in the water. But and it's all that. amazing. But she's, she's yeah. like, but our basement's always flooded. <laughs> it's always flooded. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I mean, ever since I got involved with Moisture Festival, I mean, I, I don't know what my kids really make of it. I don't know if they think it's just, you know, every family has, has this or not. But, you know, yeah, we are routinely like interacting with people with amazing talents. Yeah. And, uh, and we actually, you know, get to know some of them. That's, yeah. Well, and that's the thing is there'll, there'll be a point. Well, your older daughter probably hit it. But like where my daughter was like, we just can't go backstage to any show. I'm like, no, that's Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know kind of a guy who knows a guy but that's the thing is like half the time through you know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy and every now and then it comes through and you're like oh yeah no this is whoever and my my wife's like really I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> so when is your uh, kid gonna do some unicycle in the moisture festival <laughs> well, show she, she's gonna have to, she's gonna have to work on that I th- well the thing is <laughs> the problem like, is I, i'm using she can unicycle very broadly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the problem is you know, Moisture Festival, the level of expectation is so high. I mean, people, you know, merely unicycling will not quite be enough to put, put you on stage, right? You yes. got to unicycle whilst juggling or yeah. harmonicaing yeah. or some jump roping. You know? yeah. yeah, jump roping, right? Yeah. It, it is not just the school talent show where like a unicycle is like impressing yeah. you. She could unicycle <laughs> and scold me about my plastic right? bags. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Do yeah, a, yeah. a TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> on reusable <laughs> plastic bags while on a unicycle. There you go. Exactly. Get on yeah. it. There, there you go. That's an act they don't have in a moisture festival. There's her in. And then, you know, you, you got to acknowledge, too, that it's not just the talent. A lot of it is the story you tell as part of it. Now, whether, whether it's a story in terms of an actual plot or whether it's just an arc to your performance, mm-hmm. right? You have to bring that in. And so, you know, that's a whole nother skill, right? Just like magic is only one-tenth about the trick itself and mostly about the whole, you know, setup of yeah. it, right? Yeah, the The patterns we say in the biz. Yes. What, is there an act that you've seen where you're like, what the hell is that? Like, what? <laughs> like, this is so bizarre. Uh, other than Louis. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, besides this guy. No, uh, well, there are some, I mean, yeah. So there was this one act. She, she's been at the festival, you know, maybe a couple of years running. She uh, does mostly balancing, but then she, the finale of her act is she takes like a, a bow and arrow with her feet oh, while Brittany. upside down. Acrobrit. And you know, shoots a target yeah. with her feet yeah. <laughs> while upside down. That one's pretty stunning. Um, yeah, yeah, she shoots a bow and arrow with her feet while doing a handstand. <laughs> yeah. At a target. At a target. Yeah, at a target. Yeah. And then uh, well, there was this other woman, uh, a contortionist, but she had a totally, a, a rather different take on it. Rather than this effortless contortion, you know, the, where you just kind of do increasingly like ridiculous things, she made it look painful. Like her whole thing was to oh. scream in pain as she got into certain That's positions. That's kind of cool. She'd be yeah. like, ow, you know, and somehow that just made it even funnier, yeah. of course, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, That's hilarious. Now, the, your day job is you're, you're a lawyer. I'm an attorney. Yeah. Is there anything you've seen on the stage? You're like, whoa. <laughs> oh God. There was, um, yeah, there was this guy who did the, you know, one of these Chinese pole acts. It's one of these, 
Um, it's a big pull a that kind of has a little bit of slack and yeah, it's a big pull. One of his you know jaw dropping moments was you know he'd be up high on the pole and he would just drop all the way down to like within an inch of the floor and suddenly stop right and th- that whole job everyone's like ah you know mm-hmm. and I see it and I'm like holy moly you know oh yeah <laughs> and, and then I think you know, the next next board meeting is like we are very well insured aren't we <laughs> yeah. and now do you require the performers to be insured or is there a general umbrella under the moisture festival that I nonprofit? actually don't we, we do have a general policy I mean you know the, the, the insurance I mean you know I'm sort of kidding about it. I mean, you know, yeah. they, they're assuming the risk of it. I mean, yeah. they, they are doing something that they know is risky and that yeah. is a, a known risk. Yeah. Of and I think do, we but... sign a hold harmless agreement, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, Louie and I are, are insured. And yeah. I know a lot, of, a lot of the performers carry their own insurance. Yeah. 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 No, but we don't want. Yeah. We, <laughs> I personally actually don't want people doing anything like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that risks life and limb. Yeah. Right? You know, I mean, yeah. you know, get, get bonked on the head by your club. That's fine. Right? Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. We want to thank you so much for coming in. Did we miss anything? What's your favorite board game? Ooh. <laughs> you mean game we play on the board or <laughs> no, uh, yeah. no, no. either I guess. No. Wait, is there like, I feel like there's a gavel or something like we have gathered here today. <laughs> no, so I read, I read in a bio for you that you play board games. Oh, well, that's when I, uh, that, that was playing board games with my kids. Yeah. You know, they're, 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 you know, we've, we've graduated. Thank goodness. We're beyond they graduated like, to unicycle, man. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> more dorkier things. <laughs> no, I, mean, I like board games in general. I mean, I, I'm very glad we graduated past the ones where the outcome is, is totally skill independent, uh-huh. like Candyland or like shoots and ladders where yeah. it's just like pulling a card and you do exactly what it says. Yeah. And there's no decisions to make whatsoever. Now you're playing Russian roulette. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're at the point where, you know, it's like actually Texas hold them. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're your college yeah. fund. <laughs> well, well, thanks for, uh, you know, doing what you do. Thanks for, you know, exposing your kids to cool stuff and encouraging people to volunteer. And I like hearing the nuts and bolts of how the moisture festival yeah. works. So and, thank you for doing all everything that you do educating us the difference between a houseboat and a floating I know, I, that's the big takeaway <laughs> yeah, <that's>, yeah, <laughs> we can be off topic if you want <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, thanks thanks to you guys and thanks for doing this series yeah, well, I think well I'm glad so we valuable. there was a reason for you to come back to your old stomping grounds <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks so much thank buddy. you alright Hey, folks, want to thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Real quick, the Moisture Festival is dedicated to keeping the ticket prices to shows affordable, and they do that by relying on individual donations. You can donate financially or volunteer. To get more information, go to themoisturefestival.org and click on the Contribute button. You'll get all the deets there. Absolutely. And if you want to just follow the Moisture Festival, you can do that on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or you can just go loiter outside of the Palladium (laughs) at Hale's Ale. <laughs> That's a way that you can follow them. If you want to find out more information on Louie and I, we also do a podcast on our own called The Odd and Off Beat 
Podcast. That's where we talk about strange news stories of the day. You can hear us chat about all things weird. Absolutely. You can do that at onandoffbeat.com or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to find out about us individually, where we're performing at, you can find Louie at louiefox.com, and that's with two X's. And Matt's at comedystuntshow.com. That's spelt regularly. (laughs) (laughs) So we would like to thank you so much for listening, so much for your time, and we hope to see you at the Moisture Festival soon. Be well. Thank you for listening to Moisture Festival Podcast. And stay moist.